Friends, how are you? Welcome to this week's episode of the More Than Punk podcast. As always, I am Sid Mackay, and this week I will be sitting down with Cherry from Defences, and I have to warn you, this episode, right off the fucking rails from, like, the first three seconds. I was going to take it out, but I thought, it's quite funny, we had a good time, I'm going to leave it in see how things go we do talk about some serious stuff of course we do it wouldn't be this podcast if we didn't one of my favorite things chatting with cherry about is the oh shit can i say this moment so for a bit of background this is probably the most honest she's been in an album in you know defense's career and we talk a lot about going back through and looking at songs that she'd written as a teenager and the songs that she's written now and those moments of am i allowed to say this can i put this out into the world can i be this honest and what will happen if i am and so we really dig into that in this episode and i just absolutely love it you know i think it's such a great bit of insight it's super interesting there's a lot that goes into wearing your heart on your sleeve i think but not just that there's that initial write this down, get it out, and then of course it gets edited and the album comes up around it and it gets sung so many iterations uh, and so many times before it even gets to you and I, whether it's on the record or at a show. So we talk a lot about that. I'm really happy to bring you this episode. It is so good to be back. This is Cherry from Defences. I'll see you at the end of the episode, friends. How's it going? Good, how are you? Yeah, I'm not doing too bad. Not doing too bad. I was just um, stalking. I was, <laughs> well, that's a bad way to start this conversation. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I'll delete from the record. Right. I was, was going to say I've been stalking the band on social, but I mean... <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. If you want to leave, you can leave. I totally, I totally understand. I'll, I'll call the publicist. No, just like, I should the bed. That was actually a really a great start to the meeting because I, I was a little bit nervous and now I'm totally chill. So that was great. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't be nervous. We're just going to shoot the shit for a bit. It'll be fun. I hope. <laughs> cool. So how are you? Five, five days since the album came out. How are you feeling? I'm feeling really good. Yeah. Um. The the response that we've had has been amazing it's been everything that we could have wanted basically um all all of our fans love it um and new people are discovering it and loving and loving it um and yeah it's it's been really good has it been um and it's funny because i was just talking to the city as house last night um and i know you guys are playing some shows together and you've got the albums sort of in a similar time um, and yeah. Mikey was talking about like that sort of pre-album like release trepidation. Are you are yeah. you like well done with that now that it's been almost a week, or are you still kind of going, ah, shit, people are still discovering it. Like, how's it going to land? Oh yeah, there's still a lot of that because because yes, it, you know, even though it's it's only been five days, you know, it's it's still very new. So 
there are still going to be a lot of people discovering it for a while, a while, I, I hope. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I am still kind of like that. And, and also just because there's still there's still so much to do. <laughs> we still have so much to do. And like, yeah, the album being out was it was a different kind of weight off of my shoulders, at least, because there were things that I had been waiting for people to hear, you know, from us. Um, and obviously now that's happening, but there's still so much to do in like every other aspect of being a band, <laughs> especially a band, you know, in an album campaign. So yeah, gonna have that for a while, I think. <laughs> it's it's almost like um, you've just got to the bottom of the mountain. You know, now that you've written and released the record and now it's like, oh, I get to do press and tour and all that sort of shit. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> it it's good. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It's cool. Actually. I was, um, this was like my second one back, um, from taking a bit of a break and I have that awesome cold that's been going around. So, oh. um, if weird shit starts to happen with my voice, we'll just keep going. I guess I only get one shot at this, so fuck it, we'll just keep going. <laughs> cool, cool. No, that's uh, I, I, you have my sympathies. I had it. Um, I got it the day after tour, the day after we came back from our tour with um, our Hollow Our Home and City, the City is ours, and um, Chugaboom. Uh, someone on the tour had it, and a couple people got it, but I managed to avoid it for the whole tour. Day after I got back, it hit me. And it, I, yeah, I was I was out for a good week. Um, how long have you had it for? Uh, about a week now. Yeah. Okay. So do you feel like you're starting to come out of it a bit now? Yeah, I do. But I'm I'm never going to live it down because my partner was sick with it for about two weeks, and I was like, aha, I dodged it. My immune system's better. Na 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 na. And then like a day after they got better, I woke <laughs> up and I was like, I think I'm going to die. <laughs> I was like, well, buddy. <laughs> so, oh, like the sh the cold will go but the the shame will stay you know <laughs> yeah you might have to yeah yeah you're gonna be stuck with that for a little while I think <laughs> yeah thankfully it's their birthday coming up so I just plan on like just spoiling They're them with stuff out. until they forget that I was a dick yeah <laughs> no, wow that sounds super toxic I'm in such a shit place tonight <laughs> no that's a good plan <laughs> this will just come out heavily edited <laughs> um, so I mean obviously we should talk about the album because I will get in trouble if I don't um, but also I'm aware that you've been doing loads of this kind of stuff and so I don't want to ask you a whole bunch of really boring questions that you've already been asked um, but I don't want to ask you mean ones either like what your favorite song is um, we in the press release you talk about how this has kind of been like the most honest that you've been in a in a recording right I'm always really curious about the kind of oh shit can I say that moments that you know you might have had going from sort of writing it down on your own to like taking it into the studio to you know recording it mm -hmm. so tell me about um, those <laughs> there's, there's a lot of them um a lot of them for just like yeah, very personal reasons, like because either they were things that I had never really spoken about with anyone else before, um, like even some of the guys, um, and then also others because 
I had specific people in mind when I wrote them. Um, so yeah, I think that, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know, but a, a, a good chunk, <laughs> a good chunk of, of the songs um, are, are, are one or the other, I'd say. You had moments where you'd written stuff down and then you thought, oh, I should wind this back. And maybe the others in the band were like, no, you need to, like, I get that this makes you uncomfortable, but you need to stick it through for the sort of sake of the song. Uh, yeah. Ocean Floor is one, definitely one. Um, yeah, that, that song talks about things that scare me. Um, and I was, yes, scared to, to talk about them, but it's, the, the guys are, are so great to talk to and they really helped me sort of realize that like, it's, it's a good thing for me to, to use my voice, you know, for, for these things. Um, and no one, no one pushed me in one, you know, direction or another, but I, I was, always just supported and that in turn helped me helped me write and you know continue to write the way I did and why songs and I mean that in the sense of like novels are these kind of big sprawling things you can do a Ken Follett and have 1300 pages of like whatever shit you can think of but obviously songs are very contained by nature unless you're like fucking Opeth or Dream Theater right like obviously there's outliers <laughs> But yeah. what, what do you like about that kind of um, chorus verse chorus bridge sort of, I have to get this point across as quickly as possible and then get out of the way? You know, I've never really thought about it like that before. I get um, to do that because I don't make them, so I can just kind of pontificate. For me, it's just that it's always been about, it's always been music for me. Like for as long, like since I was a, a little child, music has been a really important part of my life and so I always knew that I wanted to do it um and right now I couldn't really I can't really remember specifically how or when I decided that I wanted to write like lyrics or that I wanted to be a singer um but I always knew that I wanted to do music so yeah, I think it would. I think it would have always come out one way or another through music. You find that it focuses you on on the point that you want to make, you know, more better. Yeah, I'd say so, um, because you can decide that a song or an album um, or your entire, you know, whatever it is that you're doing can be about whatever you want it to be about and it can be about specific things um and yeah like you said I I, I kind of like that they're like they're it's sort of like bite-sized you know little chunks of 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 whatever topic it is in this really cool fun to listen to format you know <laughs> yeah totally and I feel like it's one of those there's something about the kind of re-listenability with with music right as opposed to I don't know like trying to read War and Peace like four times a year whereas you can mm -hmm. listen to a song like four times an hour yeah. um how much do you agonize over your lyrics and I, I don't mean that in the sense of 
I, I, I mean, I fucking lost my question like an absolute professional. Um, what I mean by that is figuring out like, you know, is each word really carefully placed or is it sometimes a case of like, oh, I've got to be ham-fisted to get my point across, you know? Yeah, no, I, 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 um, I am very, very like that. Um, to the point that I think it's too much probably. <laughs> Because, yeah, I mean, I, um, it's important, it's important that it fits with the song. I mean, the guys like to say that the song adapts around the vocals, but I do try and, and, you know, fit what I want to say into what, what they're trying to say as well, if that makes sense. Um, and, and yeah, down to, you know, how many syllables in a word like it yeah it um <laughs> i do get really technical with it i just imagine piles of like scrunched up paper just kind of scattered <laughs> around a bin all in sort the, of slightly different yeah, yeah pretty much yeah i mean it used to be that it used to be more that now it's more just abandoned notes on my phone or <laughs> something like that. cyber dust yeah, <laughs> yeah basically yeah <laughs> So I guess the natural follow-up to that is how do you know when it's done, right? Like at what point do you go, made it? Or do you go, fuck it, I just can't, I could work on this forever? Um, some of them I feel like if I had all the time in the world, I'd, I'd still be working on them. Um, and then there are others which, to be honest, the majority of, if not all of this album was, was this. Um, it gets to a point where I'll listen to the full demo and think, yeah, that's it. That's that's sick. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a song I want to release. Um, and and yeah, with with pretty much all of them, that happened fairly early on in the demo stages. Luckily, <laughs> those of you having this conversation three years from now, and you're like, I've been working on these for half my life. <laughs> you know, I have so many unused lyrics that I've I've actually found recently because I'm like. I'm like, I'm moving, so I'm I'm reorganizing and getting old things out. And I found so many old lyrics that like, I don't know, I want to say 12 year old, 13 year old Cherry wrote, but they're really good. Cause that was me at like, that was, that was prime emo phase, you know, um, emo goth phase. And uh, let you yeah. grow out of it. <laughs> I mean, I, I would say I'm still pretty much there. I'm just an adult version now. <laughs> But um, <clears throat> yeah, they're actually really good. And I, uh, I've, I've taken some of them out to try and see if I can fit them into future things. Because <laughs> nice. I mean, it's all, you know, it all came from me, so. Yeah, it's, it's one of those funny things though, right? Because when we get music, like us as fans, I mean, we just assume that it's new, right? Mm. But it doesn't have to be. You exactly. Know, it could be a song that's eight years old and you go, yeah, I finally found a home for that on this album. Yeah. Yeah, the, I think there's a lot of that throughout, you know, obviously that can happen with lyrics. And then the, I know the guys have have things that they work on all the time. You know, Callum's always working on on songs and stuff. And the amount of, of just unused ideas that, that's sort of just floating around is insane. Um, and that goes years and years back. And, you know, there have been things from, I'd say, um, the EP that we did last year that came from ideas from like the very start of the band <laughs> which i think is quite cool 
was it odd going back and looking at sort of like the lyrics that you wrote when you were 13 and sort of going wow this is like these are good obviously but like this is who I was then and this is who I am now yeah there's a lot of that there's a lot of wow I was really that <laughs> that dark that young <laughs> I, I think we all that. were I have definitely thought that um yeah mostly just that and yeah yeah mostly I can't believe that I actually had these kind of thoughts at that age um just very yeah all I, I mean I, I I think I've always been mature for my age but yeah very mature very um emotional but like not in like a you know a sappy way but you know like a serious way um thoughtful as well you know things that make you think uh, a lot of that and I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb and assume that you've you know sort of read them and like maybe hummed a melody or or whatever and is there does it kind of take you back to that moment or is it one of those things where you it's been so long that it kind of just feels like someone else did it it kind of just feels like a an, a past version of me did it yeah yeah um there were there were a couple where I had written them with a melody in mind and some sometimes it can happen where yeah I'll read I'll go back and read that and then I'll be able to like almost remember that melody um but yeah most of the time I just read it like I'm I'm reading like a book you know just words on a page yeah i I was gonna say I wish I could feel the same way about my podcast but instead I just think they exist and then cringe internally until I fall asleep <laughs> at like three o'clock in the morning do you never listen back to them no oh really <laughs> yeah I, I think that's a common thing I so I've talked to some people about like musicians and stuff that that I've interviewed that do podcasts as well and part, some of them do listen back and they go through and they really carefully cut and edit them into something good mm. um I the, I, I like the idea that I only have one shot at this and so kind of what you capture only happens once right. and as a as a writer I will go through something you know a hundred times to get every word exactly right and the beat of every sentence yeah. right and so this kind of I have I mean I have a certain amount of control over this but if I'm having a shit day um and uh, you know and I can't get my act together I have to sort of just accept that that's part of the 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 legacy now you know right. legacy is such <laughs> a fucking pretentious thing to say no but yeah that that, that you recorded it and it, and it's exactly as it happened I kind of I kind of love that <laughs> I guess it's kind of like being able to listen back to a live show in a sense yeah. you know yeah yeah that's cool I mean how have those been I haven't been to any shows yet and I'm like champing at the bit um but like you say you've been touring and you've got um so how how's it been back on stage and you know in people's faces and stuff it's been amazing honestly like it's it's been what I've been waiting for since you know all of this happened and since the world changed and all of it um because I mean we've still been a band we've been, obviously been working on things a lot behind the scenes we've still tried to have a presence online and and stay connected with our fans and um, you know, keep keep our music out there, um, keep releasing. But that's been missing. That's the thing that's been missing, is actually playing shows and being on stage and getting to do do what we do in front of people that that love music. Um, and that's always been the best part. So yeah, finally getting that back has been 
incredible. Um, the show, the shows, the whole tour with Ahalo Home was amazing. It was ex- it was exactly what we we wanted and needed it to be. Um, and then yeah, we have we have shows coming up for this uh, for this album release, which I'm really excited for. I think they're all going to be really fun. Yeah, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I'm, I'm dreaming of the day where I can like pack my microphone into my duffel bag and you know do this kind of shit behind the like in um green rooms and at bars and and all that kind of thing i think that just gives it something else it'll happen it'll happen i have to stare at another zoom screen for 12 more months (laughs) (laughs) yeah same Um, one of the things that you guys talked about a lot with the release of the album is that sort of idea of hope and hope sort of being like pinned underneath everything and I'm sure you've talked this point to like absolute death um, about you know how deliberate that is and making sure that it all fits in Um, but what I'm curious about is when you got to a point where you're sitting down with like your whole body of work and and at that point did you realize that it all kind of connects together in that way or when you started out were you like this is what we want to achieve no when we when we when we started out or when I yeah when we started out it was just we need to write these songs and it was all about the songs individually and we knew that they were going to be able to be on an album together that they were going to coincide and in uh, musically, um, but like lyrically, for example, it didn't really, that was never really a thing, a subject matter, didn't really matter. Um, but when it then came to like, for example, sorting the track listing, the, the order of songs, um, that's when I really started to think about what the songs were about and how there could be sort of a flow between them and what that flow would be. Um, and they, the order, the order of the songs, it, it does, it does kind of take you on a bit of a journey. Um, and obviously, yeah, that, that goes through certain uh, topics and emotions and, you know, feelings. Um, but the thing that is prevalent throughout is hope. Um, even in, in some of the darker and, you know, I mean that sort of subject matter wise and as well as like feeling wise, even in some of the darker ones, there's still always that little, there's still something that gives you that little bit of hope. Um, So yeah, I'd say that that's sort of what holds the album together. How was pulling that track list together? Like uh, figuring how long did that take? Was driving up the wall? Like what was that process like? It was actually not that bad for this one because I had a fairly good idea of what I wanted it to be early on. <laughs> um, with the lot, with the with our first album, it took so so long, like it took us ages to figure it out. But yeah, this one, um, I I knew what I wanted it to be for a while, but I didn't present it to the guys until the songs were were almost like completely ready because I wanted them to obviously have the best be able to hear the best idea of what it was going to be um in that order whereas I I just I just knew it was going to work (laughs) um it did tweak a bit with with they obviously had suggestions and it did tweak a bit with a couple songs but uh generally speaking you know wasn't a democracy (laughs) It, it is everything's a democracy but um but yeah it was uh it was really easy 
I'm, and I, I love, like, I always love talking about the sort of journey and, and that stuff that you go through listening to albums. Obviously, Spotify, playlists, Apple Music, all that kind of shit. Do you think about that when you put it together? Do you, I mean, because I appreciate and I know that when people make albums, they don't just go, fuck it, the songs can go in any order, right? Like, I get that. But when you're doing it, are you kind of thinking, well, how does a song stand on its own if it doesn't, if it isn't top and tail by these other two or something like that? Yeah, we definitely do. Definitely. Um, but yeah, we, we, we have to keep everything in mind and obviously playlists being as important as they are and as, as yeah, prevalent as they are right now. It is something that, that we think about. Um, primarily, it's just in terms of where, yeah, um, where the songs that it's more important that people hear go. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, singles. So for this album, a lot, not all, but a lot of our singles are in the first half of the album, um, which is we did because, you know, I feel we feel like, generally speaking, people will will get to about halfway through before they'll start to drop off, regardless of what it is, um, and then for playlisting the same sort of thing kind of applied you know um for submitting for playlists and and that kind of thing and um showcasing the album we wanted we wanted to make sure we showcased the best you know the best of the best sort of earlier on so you're talking there about um submitting for playlists and that kind of thing at what point when you're you're in the band you're playing song you're playing songs fucking hell you're playing shows writing songs what i was trying to say um (laughs) Do you go, oh, we really need to get our heads around this promotion thing, this business thing? Like, what was that sort of, um, I, I hesitate to use the word journey, but what, what was that process like? I'm not sure what you mean. I mean, I did fuck that question right up, right? Um, so we'll try again. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 it's it's not your fault at all. So obviously to like bands are kind of businesses in a sense, right? You've got to run them and, and that kind of thing. At what point did you guys realize like, oh, we have to get our heads around all this other stuff, like marketing and submission um, oh. for playlists that we'd never thought of when we just thought, hey, I want to play in a band? No, we've, we've kind of always known that, yeah, because we've all, well, the majority of us have had some experience either in some something else musical, like some other band or, you know, musical project or something that would be relevant to the business side of being in a band. Um, so like I, for example, used to do marketing um, and uh, Kyle has his own business, you know, he's a drum teacher. Um and uh, Ian is in sales, you know, and uh, well, Will's had so many jobs in, in the music industry. So, um, so yeah, so like we all, we all have knowledge that we've brought together to the business side. Um, and we all sort of have our, have our different elements that, that we bring to it. Um, so yeah, it's kind of always just been a thing. I like that you have a marketing person and a salesperson in a band. Like what a dream set up that must have been when you both realised. <laughs> yeah but no matter what this is gonna go well yeah and Kyle's so good with the finances Kyle's the finance guy for sure yeah I can admit the merch table and you get the money and he just kind of swoops in (laughs) takes takes the jar away 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know him, but I can, yeah, I can see that happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What have been some of the, um, the biggest things you've learned about the process doing this record? Oh, good question. Um, that we can, that we can do it even if we're not together. Um, I'd say, cause yeah, the, the, the majority of the, the process of making this album happened through lockdown. Um, and, uh, and obviously we didn't expect that. We didn't know that was going to be a thing that we had to do. So we had to sort of adapt and we did, you know, so many evenings on zoom, we're, we're pros at zoom, <laughs> um, literally like, you know, writing the songs and then talking about every aspect of of making it basically um and uh yeah i think sort of in the in the recent past up to up to now i've realized that we still have we still have a lot more to do i think callum said something to me recently and it, this won't be word for word but basically what he said was before we recorded this album he wasn't sure whether it would be like the last thing we did or not like he thought that there was it could be but now he knows that it's not going to be and I I, I felt that <laughs> is that because it it just works so well yeah I think the songs were we wrote what we what we bleh, we wrote what we wanted to write, um, what came naturally to us. And we were all just very honest with that. Um, we managed to make it work in a really difficult period of time in a way we didn't think we'd have to. And obviously it's very early days, but people seem to be enjoying it. <laughs> I mean, it's a fucking good album, to be fair. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm like sucking up or anything, but like no, it's a really good album. Thank you. I, I obviously think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's not news you, to you, you, right? No, but yeah, it, it it means a lot to to actually hear it from, from other people. So thank you. I mean, I look, I'm by no means a trendsetter, but um, I yeah, I really liked it. I heard it and I was like you have to give me this band and he was like only if you promise not to be weird and I was like I make no such promises no promises thank god exactly so do you feel like obviously you know going through the the lockdown stuff writing the album semi-remotely sort of zoomage type style thing and like you say you've come out you've realized that yeah we can really do this do you feel like it's given you guys a um maybe like a resilience or like a determination or like just a renewed kind of, we're going to take over the world since. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not take over the world. That is probably not, it's not going to happen, but obviously that'd be amazing. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we, because there'd been so much that had happened beforehand before Will joined, things were looking pretty dire. After we released our first album, we lost a few members. We weren't really sure what we were doing musically, what kind of direction we were going in. And uh, it really did take a while 
And I feel like the EP we did last year and the build up to that was sort of us finding our feet as this new, this new defenses, as it were. Like if 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 Callum were if Callum were here, Callum would be saying that we've only really been a band for like a couple of years, the last couple of years, because the band that we were before, he would say is a completely different band, which he's not completely wrong about. Um, and yeah, we did have to find our feet for a while. And I feel like we 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 really have with this album. And I think that we were hoping that that would, was the case when we wrote it, but being able to tour it and play some of these songs live is kind of affirming it for us. And that's giving us confidence about what's gonna come next. What was the process like for you during that kind of finding your feet thing? Cause I mean, so many bands you know, don't make it through that stage, right? Like Let Live is an amazing example. And I miss them every day. <laughs> yeah, it it was um it was it was weird. It was really weird. I was obviously thrilled that that Will joined. I mean I've always wanted to be in a band with two vocalists, me and a screamer. So when that fight and, and this was the first time that we'd ever had that because previously we've always had screams in our songs but Previously, the screams had always come from a member who was also doing something else. So when Will joined, it was the first time that we'd actually just had two dedicated vocalists. Um, So I was really happy about that. And obviously we all got got on with him really well. And he's an incredible screamer and he has really good ideas. And it, it all just really worked really well. But it was... It was a weird time for me personally anyway, and there was just a lot of change happening around that time. And so I kind of just, I kind of felt like I didn't really have much control over anything. And I kind of had to just let the chips fall where they were gonna fall kind of thing until we sort of fell into into it. The thought of that just gives me anxiety, you know? (laughs) It's like, sometimes you have to let go. I'm like, fucking no. Yeah, no, but literally, yeah, and the same thing's happening to me now, but we won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> it's for another time. <laughs> um, so you obviously, like you said, you've got a, a co-vocalist, right? How do you balance, from a songwriting perspective, how do you balance that? We're going to do cleans here, screams here, that duality kind of thing. Is that, a, I'm, I'm going to stop myself before I say something completely wanky, like, is that an organic process? <laughs> Um, it really is like I've always kind of just known um, I've always yeah when I when I'm writing lyrics I I can tell when I'm writing them if they're supposed to be sung or screamed um, it kind of just goes off of what I'm or what we're trying to say with the line um, whether it's something that you know needs to be pretty or really powerful or really aggressive or you know really like dark or whatever it might be um yeah I can kind of just tell (laughs) and sometimes that does change like you know as we go through the process with songs sometimes one of the guys might be like you know what I think that this should be a sung line not a screamed line and then they'll help me come up with a melody for it or I'll just be able to think of one based off of what the song is and um and we'll find that that works better. And, and so it will be that instead. So it's not always, you know, as 
you know, I, I might have initially wrote it, but, um, you know, it always works in the end. Yeah, of course. It's it's always interesting because obviously you have bands like Of Mice and Men and they, you know, similar thing. And then Aaron takes over doing the main vocal duties. And sometimes you have like guest spots and the guests will sort of have their own bit, but they won't really compete with the other vocalists, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I, I always find that sort of, um, I always find that side of it super interesting. It's like, how do you have those conversations? Or like, you sort of like, hey, I wrote this bit that's just for you and and so on. So I'm just nerding out over the creative process. <laughs> yeah, I've always wondered about that myself. Um, and th- to be honest, this tour that we, we yeah, we just did with A Hollow, um, I actually guested live on, uh, during City's set, The City Is Ours. Um, on one of their new songs, Coma. Um, and so, yeah, Mikey just asked me if I wanted to do it. And he just, uh, he just, yeah, he just said, yeah, just, just do the last chorus. And obviously he, he's the clean singer in that, in that band. So I kind of just assumed, okay, I'm just going to do Mikey's parts. And, uh, and yeah, that, that's just what I did. And, and obviously Ollie does his screams when, when those parts come in to, in that last chorus. Um, and it kind of just happened naturally. So I assume that that's how it happens for everyone. You just get told, yeah, just do just do this little bit. And then they kind of just feel it. <laughs> Probs. <laughs> I'm hoping for a, like a defensive city sort of crossover at some point. You know, oh, I'm going to add that to my wish cool. list. That could be really, really cool. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe something like that could happen. <laughs> yeah, one, one, like, in next album cycle, right? I mean, they line, they line up pretty well. So I reckon next mm-hmm. time, half on yours, half on this. I don't know. <laughs> first, first idea is free. After that, I can't guarantee anything. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so I mean, going back to the lyrics thing again, um, and I, just because I'm a, a lyric geek, right? We were talking about, and we've talked about the hope side of it. We've talked about the vulnerability side of it. Um, what I'm curious about, because I know that, so, you know, some of the stuff's been inspired by internal things and some of the stuff's been inspired by external things. Mm-hmm. Do you have a process of choosing? You know, and I, and I don't mean that by like, oh, I'm going to be inspired by this, uh, you know, by this particular thing necessarily. But do you know when you set out to, you know, when you've got that note open or that pen in your hand and go, I'm going to write a song about this, or is it just a sort of journey of discovery in itself? It is a journey of discovery. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know that it's ever really happened that I've been like, I'm going to write a song about this. I I always, because I, it's very, the only times I've ever written like a full song has been it's been because I've been so inspired by the demo that I've been given by the guys that I've just instantly been able to yeah instantly been able to come up with things for every single part um but that's only happened like a couple of times and even when that's happened when that's happened I guess I guess when I've heard the demo I've been inspired and a, a topic's come out of that um but the majority of the time, yeah, I'm just writing lines on my phone. Um, and then I'll come back to it later and, and like fit lines together and then make a topic out of that um, later on in the process. What do you prefer writing? Like obviously writing lines on your phone is easy, but like writing on paper versus your phone. Oh, I used to prefer writing on paper 
but to be honest I don't really have the time anymore <laughs> it takes longer <laughs> um yeah a slow slow writer I guess but and I'm a fast typer so it's easier to just just put it just switch from whatever app, whatever app I'm on onto my notes app and type it out <laughs> And you're bright, like, I don't know if you're like me, but my brain goes so much faster than my hand can go. And so it ends yeah. up as this kind of weird scroll. Yeah. And then you can't read it later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, at least my phone edit. will autocorrect for me. <laughs> right. And when you want to edit things, you can just copy and paste them instead of trying to line it up and like hold it up into the light and be like, what the fuck does that even say? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's going to be the title of this episode. What the fuck does that even say? I love that. <laughs> Good. No, no objections there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it's so cool. Like, I, I always love getting into that whole creative side of it, right? And I think partly from a geek side of it, and I think also it's one of those fun things where it's slightly different for everyone, even though we're all sort of bonded by, like, the same thing, and we all sit on slightly different sides of the music industry, right? I can't write lyrics for shit, but we, but everyone has like a sort of slightly different um, creative process or like a slightly different approach. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like yours has matured over time or do you feel like it's been a fairly steady thing? Um, I guess it has matured just because I don't really, I don't hold back as much now you know I I say what I want to say and I find a way to make that fit rather than rather than changing it to to something else completely you know um which is what I guess I did in the beginning because I was scared and I just wanted I just wanted people to to like it you know but now it's obviously I want people to like it but I, I had to be happy with it myself first. Um, so yeah, I'd say probably have matured in that way. <laughs> I feel like there's different levels of vulnerability, right? There's that, like writing a song in of itself and standing in front of an audience. It's like an incredibly vulnerable thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then there's this, like there's that. And then there's the stuff on your new album. I can't get my hand scales right. But you know, you can sort of peel back those layers more is that being that must be a weird feeling yes (laughs) yes very much so and I feel like every time I listen to the album which is a lot to be honest with you (laughs) um it happens more and more or it happens in a different way for a different song it's weird (laughs) what's the um the sort of someone's like listen to your music and they've come up to you and be like oh this song's like help me with this what's the sort of oddest interpretation that you've got and you've gone oh wow I didn't realize that that song could be read like that oh oh that's a really good question (laughs) and you're putting my memory to the test now um I I haven't really had anything that's been like I didn't know it could be written like that but um I guess I've had people I've had people connect already and this is literally in like yeah the last like five days or however long it's been um, I've had people say that they really connected with Ocean Floor, which I was not expecting. <laughs> um, and it's really comforting to, it, 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 yeah, it's kind of just affirmed that it's okay to to have the thoughts I do and and use the platform I have to talk about things that 
maybe we should be talking about more, you know, to get more connected with each other and, and to really enjoy enjoy life whilst we're here kind of thing, as cheesy as that sounds. I mean, it's not untrue. Yeah. <laughs> is it weird when people come up to you and be like, hey, I mean, like, because I realise that, you know, music has done the same thing for you and it's done the same thing for me and stuff, but I think it's always slightly different when you're the one that people are coming up to and being like, hey, your song saved my life. Like, I couldn't handle that. What's what's that like? Luckily, no one's actually said that to me yet. But, like, <laughs> even just people coming up to me in the street and being like, you're Cherry from Defences. Oh, my God, I love, I love your music. That has been happening slightly more recently since we, like, started this album campaign. And that is the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> and, like... When, when, you know, someone from some big band who, you know, is like a famous person or whatever is talking about that in an interview and they're like, oh yeah, so obviously that, you know, well, they can't even go outside. You're like, well, yeah, obviously. But like when something like that happens to you, you don't, I don't even like realize that it's happening in, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's weird. I pray that it'll never happen to me. I'm sure it will. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to deal with that. I'd be like, uh, a thanks. You know, like, cool. The, dude, the amount of times I've literally just been like, wait, what? To people. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing. Yeah. I have this t shirt that says, um, punk isn't dead, it's just up for sale in like big white writing. And <laughs> it's a pet needs t shirt. And I was just like wearing it out when it was a bit warmer. And people, it doesn't happen all the time, right? People are like, great shirt. And I'd be looking around like, who the fuck are they? And then you realize, gonna, and I'm like, oh, oh, cool. <laughs> Just instinctively going, I'm going to hide this, even though I fucking chose to wear it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that. I'm like that. <laughs> or people are like, oh, I'm not that, I like your hat. I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Like, I'm fixing it as if there's something wrong with it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like cool but you can't have it it's my hat like, I don't know I just it's it's such an odd thing and I, I but I've been the person that's done that you know like I've I've met bands and after shows or in the street or whatever and I've been the guy that goes up to them and goes and doesn't really know what to say right and and has been that person and so I guess it would I yeah right is it but I guess it's like when it happens to you, you kind of know what they're going through. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've, I am that person. <laughs> Not been, I am like literally, like I say all the time, like I'm, I'm still with, I'm no one. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, like I still, well, I haven't really been other than the shows we've been playing. I haven't really been to, you know, a show obviously for a good few years now, but if I were ever to meet anyone from, you know, a band or meet the person that I was going to see, I'd freak out <laughs> and I'd be, you know, internally screaming at myself to hold myself together and just be, try and be normal because, you know, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> I remember once I met someone um, who I won't name and shame on the show, but they were wonderful. They were really, really good. And I went to shake their hand and they're like, oh, have a hug. And I just like burst into tears. Oh. That was it. I just, I just cloud of dust. Who would be your, oh who would God. be that for you? 
yeah oh there have been a couple of times that, that that's happened actually yeah yeah I won't name or shame either but yeah it's such a nice thing when when people are nice as well you know when people who make music that you love tend turn out to be just nice people <laughs> it just makes it even better <laughs> I feel like we're blessed in this scene yes that, that everyone's just so nice are. yeah that's another thing that I um sort of got to see firsthand on this tour everyone's just so nice everyone's so lovely and welcoming and understanding um and yeah looking out for each other is a big thing in this in this scene yeah it's been nice like I mean I obviously do this right and so people know that you know they're being recorded or whatever but the the amount of times that like you talk to people and you'll be having a chat and and whatever and it's just it feels so genuine you know as a part like you know that people aren't just kind of reading from like a script sheet about like here are the five things I need to talk about for the new album <laughs> yeah they're like this <laughs> but if there's anything you want to plug for the new album now is the time <laughs> <laughs> oh I just want people to listen to it now now that it's out and I've done all the promo because all of those teaser videos that you see on our social media I made those just know that that's me spending hours on Premiere Pro <laughs> um yeah now that everything's you know out obviously we've still got things coming up we're still doing shows we've got a big one this Friday but in terms of the album I just want people to listen to it now and and love it and then come come and see it live and and sing it back to me because nothing in this world makes me happier than that <laughs> Cherry, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for putting up with my skull fuckery. We've been <laughs> part of an hour. I've really enjoyed myself. Me too. I have had a lovely time. Thank you for being so awesome. Oh, I'm glad I'm not being blacklisted. Um, have a good evening. <laughs> <laughs> you too. See ya. Bye. So that was Cherry from Defences. Their brand new album is out now. It's called In The Balance. Make sure you go and check it out. What's the point if you're not going to listen to the tunes as well? Honestly, I miss being able to play tunes on the show. I thought that was a really fun thing. But it doesn't take much. Jump over to Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, buy some shit, and check out Defenses. Highly recommended. And I mean, look, if you listen to the interview, you can tell how awesome they are. We'll be back next week. It feels good to say that too. Still on this whole I'm back buzz and really fucking enjoying it. So I will see you next week for a brand new episode. Have a good week, my friends.